Mic night for everybody. Welcome in. After a tough fifth inning for the Bravos, where they could not hold on to a lead and they could not throw strikes. Full count, bases loaded, walk in Martin Maldonado. That is a rough way to do it. And then give up a single to another one of the worst hitters on the team, uh, Marwin Gonzalez. But then they got uh, Altuve striking out, so that saves some damage. But unknown if the Bravos will be able to hold on anymore. We'll see. All right. First guest, open mic night. Introduce yourself. Uh, someone had to come and save this show. So uh, I decided that I would come in and uh, save you from yourself. You know, this isn't a Frisbee golf show. Some bad information. I was told that this was a, uh, a disc golf program. Is that not accurate? No, this is the other the other uh, Sunday Night Heat show. Oh, yeah. Sunday Night Heat, like old school WWE, Sunday Night Heat. Is that what it was called? Yeah, that's <laughs> what they called it. It was like a secondary show. It wasn't anything too special, but the Braves... Some teenager told me Some teenager told me that my shoes were heat the other day, so I've been trying to use it. I like it, man. I like it. it it's amazing how uh, out of touch with, uh, like, you know, the, the youth you get. We're not that old, but I sure feel out of touch a lot of times when uh, younger kids are around and saying stuff. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm old. When did that happen? <laughs> I know. I don't know any of the pop stars. I don't know why everyone watches other people dancing so much on TikTok. Yeah, I am an Island Boys fan, though. I was, I was, I I was on the Island Boys. Like, I saw it pretty early, and I was showing everybody I actually named my fantasy basketball team uh island boy and i i think that a lot of people are confused because obviously i'm a white guy but they hadn't heard it and then now they understand <laughs> yeah the island boys are legit i want to <laughs> hang out with those dudes i think we could have a good time <laughs> yeah i i have i have I'll, I'll share a video with you i got my son to sing it it's not that cool but <laughs> I sent it to my That's I sent awesome. it to my wife and she's like, What is this? I'm like, Island Boys. She's like, I don't know what that is and I don't care. Pretty much everyone I've sent it to uh either hates it or they're like, Why? And I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> all in. I'm like, I'm Island Boy, put my vest on yeah. <laughs> So is that song they make that up or is that an actual song that they're singing? No, that's a freestyle right there. That's a freestyle. Okay. That's Thanks. uh so they just kind of came up with it, and they in their in their little pool session they did uh, some song in Spanish too, and they actually thought that was going to be bigger. But I'll be honest, it was kind of trash. But who cares? And now they now they pay now they charge six hundred bucks for a cameo. Good for them, man! Like if I ever got like marginally famous like that, and I knew that I, it was probably like fifteen minutes of fame, I would absolutely exploit it. <laughs> yeah, I remember the it was like the ocean spray guy who was on a Vivint commercial and he had, oh, yeah, he made yeah, some money the, probably. Yeah, the uh something dog or something, the Fleetwood Mac guy yeah. listening to dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I was all about that, man. Good for that him. Took the, everyone was in quarantine then and it just kinda took the country by storm. Yeah, I love Fleetwood Mac, so I was a fan. Anything that uh gets some Fleetwood Mac out to the masses, I'm I'm okay with.
I feel like you're kind of a renaissance man with music. Yeah, I try. You know, I just, uh, I'll, I'm open to whatever. I, uh, I will listen to whatever, and I'm, I'm not ashamed either. The other day, uh, this has happened more than once in my life, I was at a uh, stop sign, and I was listening to uh, some T-Sweezy, some Taylor Swift, and uh, I got some looks from these, like, two hot chicks in a yellow Corvette. And, like, I know they were thinking, like, you're, you know, we're pretty cool wearing this yellow Corvette. You're a dork because you're listening to T-Sweezy. And I'm like, no, that's not true. I'm I'm, uh, I'm way cooler. But. Were you, do you listen to Taylor's version or the original? Uh, of what? Uh, of what? So, so she released all her music and the person that owns the rights oh, to I the underlying you. music. And then she released a Taylor's version of everything, or she's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it was just on Spotify, so I don't know. I know that yeah, she they purchased her originals, uh, so she had to re-record it because they own her demos. Yeah. So the, and they're just called Taylor's version. Yeah, like, I didn't know love story Taylor's version. <laughs> I I had heard of that, but I I didn't know. It's kind of crazy how music and music rights and demos and all that stuff works. So you're kind of an island. You have kind of island boy music taste too, right? Uh sure. I mean, I like the uh, the California reggae or the white boy reggae, if you will. So I mean, bumping is bumping ugly. kind of island boy. Uh, I I don't know necessarily. It's kind of weird because they're like uh, they consider themselves you know punk reggae and ska, but like they don't they they have a line mm-hmm. that says ten years into a genre we don't fit in, which is true because they're not really that, but like that's where where their fans have kind of come. It's like the same thing where like Kenny Chesney and Dave Matthews are different, but there's some like uh, correlation between the fans. Somehow a lot of the fans end up liking both. Uh, I don't know exactly. Who is and the other Dave one? Matthews. And then some of the, some yeah. of the fans of both of those, like the slightly stupid. And it's like weird. There's like little pockets of similarities and different music fans. And uh, it's kind of an interesting thing. Wes Mangum's the biggest Dave Matthews fan I know. Good for him. Good for Wes. He, uh, that's why he has so many kids. That's baby-making music. <laughs> so we got, uh, we got 2-2 right now. We got a man on second. Are the Braves going to do something here? Let's get another run in. Let's... They need to. It's always rough when you come out and you're out 4 nothing, and you just think, like, oh, no, that's oh, not going to do it. A little tapper back to the pitcher. But uh, when you come out and you're up for nothing and it looks like, you know, things are going to go your way and then you find yourself down in these games, it's a tough position to be in. So, yeah, I actually had a uh, good feeling about this game earlier, but the Braves, what, what do they go? They went started with Tucker Davidson and then went to AJ, Jesse Chavez, AJ Minter. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't think they were expecting to win this game, were they? They got the scrambler, though, is the... Is the uh, sheen on Framber rubbing off, wearing a, wearing down? Shout out to Graves. Yeah, it, it might be. Uh, it might be wearing down. I saw someone tweet out that Framber uh, had uh, one hit in the series, and he's the ALCS MVP or whatever. And Zach Greinke has two hits. Uh, he's two for three in the series or whatever. <laughs> So what happened to the Wolverines yesterday, side note? They just fell apart, man. I mean, the second half wasn't good. And, you know, like I told you when you asked, they're a solid team. They're a good team. But they're not 
I don't, you know, there weren't any expectations coming into the season and they've played well. Um, but they're like uh, solid offensively. They have their moments defensively where you say, oh, they're a really good defensive team, but they give up too many big plays. And, you know, I don't know. They just, uh, it's Jim Harbaugh, man. Like, you know, he can go on these seven, seven game runs where you say, you know, Jim can get us to the promised land, and then he can't beat Michigan State. He can't beat Ohio State. I think he's three and nine against uh, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Ouch. that three and nine has to be basically all Michigan State wins because he. I don't think he's ever beaten Ohio State. So. <laughs> he's never beaten Ohio State. I don't think he's beaten Ohio State. He's wow. been there. I'm almost positive. We had that one one year with Jabril Peppers and, uh, you know, Taco Charlton defense was great, and it looked like uh, we still didn't have a quarterback. Was that Denard, Rob- Denard Robinson? Uh, no. Um, that that year, it, just like every other year, Michigan didn't have a quarterback. They had, like, John O'Corn back there, and, like, uh, it's just – it was gross. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of – like everybody else, but they were good that year. I can't remember. Maybe, maybe someone else was the quarterback. Oh, I think it was the transfer kid. Uh, I forget his name, but um, Chase McNamara or whatever. I forget his name, honestly, but um, I'm, I like college football, but it's like the least of my concerns, honestly, like out of the major sports, but uh, they, can't beat Ohio State, and I was thinking that they would probably beat Michigan State, but if they beat Michigan State, it doesn't matter because they still have to play Penn State and they still have to play Ohio State, and Ohio State's probably going to beat them by 30, so they might as well just lose the Michigan State and not worry about it. So good, good. it was a good day for the in-state schools, though. Utah, BYU, I guess we can't Utah State, but Utah and BYU got big wins. Utah's in the driver's seat for the Pac-12 South right now. Like they can lose to Oregon if they beat Stanford, Arizona, and Colorado, they sealed it. Even if they lose to Oregon, they'll be favored big time in all those. Uh yeah. Um, oh, Wilton Spate was the kid uh, that was there. I think Wilton Spate and O'Corn was the the backup that played sometimes. But uh, yeah, so. I don't know. Like college football is so crazy this year. You know, Alabama losing, and there aren't the teams that normally there are four or five teams where you say, oh, these teams are elite and they could win and whatever. This year it just looks like Georgia is substantially better than everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, once Oklahoma got Superman, they might be they might be in there too. And since, I don't know about Cincinnati, but – yeah, hard to know if Cincinnati's for real. Like, they look like they're for real, but they're Cincinnati, and I just have a hard time believing it. I'm sure Ohio State, after the early troubles, they look pretty darn good. They're just steamrolling everybody. So I think I sent it to Caleb Superman Williams. You know, I saw him play in high school a couple times, good player, but then I saw him do that play where a guy on his team was running it and was about to get tackled. He just went and took the ball from him and ran up to get the first down. When I saw that play, I'm like, this guy's the real deal. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that that was pretty impressive. Just kind of ripped it out of his hands. Um, yeah, the Cowboys might actually be for real. They're not that the Vikings are great, but the Vikings are a, a good, like, mediocre team, and they're you know tied up. They're like the barometer. They're like the uh, team you beat if you're good, and team you lose to if you're not good. They're the heat. Exactly. The barometer team. 
like in fighting, they call them like journeymen. They're just like, you know, like, or gatekeepers. I guess a gatekeeper is what yeah. it is. Like, like, you know, if you can beat this guy, then you have a legitimate chance at beating some of the top 10 guys. But if you can't, then you don't. And the Vikings are like that. But Dallas has their backup QB, and uh, they're they're tied with the ball now. But I will say this. Um, he uh, has a calf muscle strain or something. Everybody pretty much says that he okay. could play tonight if it mattered, but they already have like a three-game advantage because the division's like the worst in football. So why bother running him out there? Yeah. So are we going to get anyone else on this open mic? I doubt it. I mean, apparently nobody yeah, uh, cool. nobody respects the program. So last time, I don't know if I shared it in the boys club group, but I shared it in the, in the franchise group. I got on with Javi. I logged on. Oh, no, not Javi, Wes, because Wes joined the franchise league. And then all of a sudden, I didn't tell anyone. I just me and Wes coordinated. All of a sudden, Cooper comes into the room. Apparently, he gets notifications on his phone. He just showed up. And it was like. I listened to it. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Listened, or, or, well, actually, no, wait. The ones I've listened to, the first one I think was with Hov. Then I think I listened to one with Coop and uh, Graves. And I don't yep. think I, I heard the last one. Okay, there was one with Wes Mangum, and then Cooper just shows up. Me and Wes were just, like, starting, and then Cooper just pops in out of nowhere. The man that hates group text more than anyone else, but he does not mind uh, jumping in on the old uh, call-in. Group, group calling he's all for. Yeah, he's like, back in my day, we called each other. And, yep, he's all about it. <laughs> he brought some He brought some good hot takes, though, some good takes. He's always got some good takes. You never, you never know yeah. what, what Coop will uh, will come up with. But he's his uh, his views are generally uh, grounded in reality. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. Well, anything else you want to get off your chest? Uh no, nope. That's it. I mean, uh, I just figured I would come and save uh, save the show, and uh, I did my best. You know, you did. You did. I was hoping to get Jared Butters in here to get his. You know, he's pretty emotionally invested in this World Series. It's hard to get someone that is uh, feeling the emotions that he's feeling. I mean, every time one of my yeah. teams is in a championship, I would not be calling in. I mean, maybe if it was like game two and we were up like 12 to two, yeah. like maybe I would. Yeah, five. but right now. But, you know, it's the middle of the game, fifth inning, sixth inning, 10 minutes, share you know, your emotional state for posterity. Yeah, well, the Braves are still in this. I mean, they, they're, they you know, in theory, they're three innings away from winning the first World Series they've won since, what, 95, was it? When, when did they win? Something like that, yeah. I don't know, 90s with the Maddox teams. It seems like they were in the playoffs yeah. every year. They were so winning. good. They only won the one. But, yeah, my a lot of my family's from Georgia and uh, – you know, my uh, I had a Braves hat growing up. My uncle from uh, Georgia gave it to me, and I I didn't really root for the Braves, but I never rooted against them. I'd root against them for for like a regular team, and my brother liked them, and uh, they just could never never get it done. I know they lost to the Yankees one time. I'm sure they lost the maybe multiple times. Yeah, the good teams. I liked the Indians and the Mariners that year, but the Braves I kind of rooted for in the NLOAs. Against, I don't know who was the Yankees. I was rooted against, so it was. <laughs> that makes two of us. Do you think the Mariners will ever be good again? Will it ever happen? 
they have got a pretty stacked farm team right now, and they almost they were like a game or a game a half a game out of the playoffs this year. And yeah, they got an elite farm system right now, so they they can make some moves in the next couple of years. So I might. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see them back in there. I mean, it's if if the Red Sox aren't going to win, I I like. Uh, you know, the lovable loser teams, you know, the Braves. And, you know, I didn't give the Braves a the Braves. <laughs> man. I didn't get, well, I didn't give them a shot this year. I mean, I knew they were good and I knew they had good team chemistry, but I said, yeah, they're not going to win it. And here they are. I'm like, thank God that they are this good because no one wants to watch the Astros win. They- I know. <laughs> I know. And the Dodgers, they beat the Dodgers and they'll have a really tough path to the World Series because they face the best pitching staff, the Brewers. And they face the best considered the consensus best overall team in the Dodgers. Granted, the Dodgers have some injuries, and now the best, probably the best lineup, and the most hated team in the Astros. Yeah, I That's thought whoever won the Brewers Braves uh, series, I kind of thought was dead to rights. But baseball's crazy, man. You get uh, hot at the right time. I mean, look at the Red Sox; they looked like they got hot at the right time, and they were going to smoke the Astros, and then. The bats just went cold, man. They just they scored like three runs in the final three games or whatever it was. It was a joke. Hopefully that doesn't happen to the pro- the Braves. That would yeah, I mean the the Astros bats have been cold, but they they seem to have woken up. But at least Atlanta's home now, so I mean they should be able to. It's a weird World Series. There's like no elite high end pitchers. Charlie Morton going out game one was a disaster. Yeah. So what is Max Fried the most decorated pitcher, starting pitcher in this series? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I didn't realize how good Charlie Morton had been in some of these playoff games. Like I saw some stats, especially in like closeout games, and he's a guy that you'd like to have. But what can you do? Yeah, I know. And then and then Grinky, I don't know if he's even pitching, but they've got Framber as their ace on the Framber, Arquiti, Luis Garcia, and then you got Ian Anderson and. Freed, and I don't even know who else the Braves have. Cause What's the the kid's name? The Luis Garcia, is that the kid that yeah, destroyed us? Oh, my God. Yeah, you, you asked if I want to get... But they're all volatile. You asked like, me if I want to get anything off my chest. Yeah, I do. Fuck that guy. That's <laughs> what I want to get off my chest, okay? Luis Garcia, his delivery will literally drive you insane. I... I what I was going crazy because we couldn't hit him and he takes so long and he's rocking the baby and then he's doing the mambo number five and I wanted <laughs> to just punch holes in my wall. It was really terrible. It's a rookie. Yeah, well, we'll see if the Astros arm barn can hold on here. Yeah, oh, also rest in peace, Jerry Remy. That's important. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but I saw that he died. He's the uh, longtime uh, Red Sox uh announcer play-by-play guy or whatever okay. nice. commentator so yeah he uh he used to fair. play there for a while and he's a, a battle a couple battles with cancer and uh, unfortunately got him sad um, yep. rest in peace yep r.i.p rem dog so uh yep that's it those are the things i had to get off my chest my hatred of luis garcia and uh the r.i.p to uh jerry remy all right. Well, Dan, I'll uh, I'll good. let you get going here, but uh, it looks like it, it. All right, I guess no one else is coming in. I'll probably close the room. Yep. And, uh, no, no Sunday night heat. Just the uh, just us. That was pretty heat. That yeah, was pretty, it wasn't it hot. It wasn't bad, but <laughs> I was hoping we could get so, someone in here and uh, you know go a little crazy. But uh, you know, 
Have you seen Dune? I haven't. Scooter loves it, but I have not seen Yeah, it was good. I was actually with Scooter when he saw it. Yeah, he, uh, he, he's been telling me that, you know, because a couple guys at work and I are like, yeah, it's just nice to be able to watch everything at home these days. And he told me that we're ruining the fabric of America. And yeah, maybe that's true. No, it was different. Like, I hadn't been to a movie since before the pandemic. And it's just different going in, no distractions. You're just focused, big screen, good sound. It was different. It was good. Experience. Yeah, I heard there wasn't a lot of people there either. Oh, it was pretty full. Yeah. That was pretty full. Uh, I guess full is a relative thing these days, depending. Graves kept leaning over about every 10 minutes and saying, Dune. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's All right. pretty that's, ridic- how we'll end it. that's pretty ridiculous. That's how we'll end it. Yep. That's, we'll leave it at that. All right, man. <laughs> All right. Later. See you, Sean.